welcome. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. Seven minutes after the hour. Brian Hansen, engineering, pushing the buttons, making things happen. I read a story that I found somewhat disturbing. I, um, I know that when you have committed a crime that you, uh, if incarcerated, will lose a lot of your rights. But I think what happened to this group of prisoners was... Uh, a display of abhorrent behavior on the part of the prison guards. On, uh, let's see, in 2011, 200 women serving sentences at the Lincoln Correctional Center in Lincoln, Illinois, were awakened in the morning to a tactical team in riot gear. They rounded up all the women, they handcuffed them, they herded them into the gymnasium. Eventually, they were taken in groups of four to ten to the adjoining beauty shop and bathroom where they were told to take everything off. Uh, and, and nobody knows why at this point. These women are all just being told what to do. They've, they've no idea why. And when they were told to take everything off, that included menstrual products, so they were bleeding on the floor. One by one, prisoners were forced to turn around, bend over, uh, and a uh, cavity check, two cavity checks, if you will. The reason, it turns out, was a non-required training exercise for cadets. In the meantime, they were listening to the guards. Dirty bitches, one officer uh, said. A chorus of the guards and the cadets who called them Trucking disgusting, I cleaned up that first word, but you know what I'm saying, told them they smelled like death, taunted them with reminders that they deserved to be in there. By the way, the bathroom door was kept open, and the beauty shop's walls were lined with mirrors, so the male officers were watching from the gym. So they went to court. And the court, federal court, said it was okay. Federal court decided the incident didn't violate their Fourth Amendment, which protects them against unreasonable searches and seizures. But I think there should be some protection from that kind of activity. I don't know... I. I, I I, I cannot imagine why you would put them through that. And to that extent, for a training exercise that wasn't even required. I actually think that comes under cruel and unusual punishment. Curious, do you agree with the court's decision? Do you think the court made the right choice? Do you think these women should arbitrarily be subjected to this kind of search? Or do you think this there's something just wrong with the way they did this? 874-9390, toll-free 800-529-5572. I've tried to reason my way through this, and I thought to myself, you know, they do, uh, and actually Brian asked me this morning, he said, well, don't they give up their rights? And I said, well, not all of them. Uh, and I started going through it, and I said, well, yeah, I guess they do. They give up just about every right that you have, including the right to privacy. And I thought, well, if there was 
<clears throat> contraband, weapons, something along those lines, they might have to do a search like that to keep the peace. But it just felt wrong, and I don't, I don't know why. Maybe I'm projecting. And I'm wondering how it would feel if it was a family member or you know, friend or something. I, I don't know. But there's something wrong with a prison system that would enable these people to do this to these prisoners for no apparent reason. 874-9390, toll-free, 800-529-5572. Some of you who are listening to me now have worked in prisons. Uh, and I, I understand why you, why you might want a cavity search under certain circumstances. I just, I just don't get this. So, I was curious to see if, if you could either straighten me out or tell me that I'm, that I'm right, there's something wrong here. Should they be able to do that arbitrarily? Is there a better way you can think of to do it? I don't, you know, it's bad enough that they're doing it at all, but doing it so that the men can watch, it just, that's just even worse. I don't know. Uh, 874-9390, toll free, 800-529-5572. Brian, were you disturbed by the story? Oh, buddy, this is just awful. I mean, I've never seen anything like this. I it's, mean, and if this is a training exercise, there is absolutely no reason for them to have to, you know, get out of your clothing. The same thing could have been done with them fully clothed. They weren't touching them. They weren't doing any type of uh, search into the cavities, if you will. Well, so they, I mean, they, the women were doing the probing themselves. Yeah, that's disgusting. I mean, and it, we're talking about prison rights and how you don't have any once you go to prison. Well, if that's the case, then why could you be protected by the Eighth Amendment, which uh, is cruel and unusual punishment? You wouldn't be subject to that one either, right? Well, I don't know. I'd, would you consider that cruel and yes, unusual? Yes, yes. Well, then, then you would. But they don't have any rights. So how could you say, oh, I'm, you know... This goes against the well, Eighth Amendment. Well, you don't have that right. All right, let's 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 drag this out. What happens if we start giving them some rights? Uh, what if they have the right to say no? Well, then you run into the problem of, you know, maybe they, they've got contraband. Uh, they've got a knife or a, uh, a weapon of some kind. or Yeah, but for 200 women in a training exercise, that, and for a court to decide that, yeah, that's okay. What I mean, what are you thinking? Are uh, you nuts? I really am confused by this. I I really, really am. I can see the value of doing a strip search. I think at the very least they did this badly. Now, maybe you herd them all into the gymnasium and then you take them one at a time and uh, you have them examined. Uh, and, and examined in private. Uh, with perhaps uh, a, a doctor, female, gynecologist, something, I don't know. Just something about it rubs me the wrong way. Something about it strikes me as being just, it's, it's like inhuman. They're treating them like they're animals.
We're, and we really are. We're treating them like they're animals. All right, I'm going to go to the phones, find out what other people are thinking. Uh, what's your impression? 874-9390. Toll-free 800-529-5572. Unless you've worked in a prison, you may have a difficult time coming to a conclusion or making a decision about this. But I nonetheless think that you might have a gut instinct about whether or not this seems reasonable. Andy, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? Yeah, I'm well. How are you? I am well, thank you. All right. Well, yeah, it's it's all ridiculous. I'm just telling you from experience, I've been to prison, my girlfriend's been to prison, all of the treatment's inhumane, and it doesn't, when you're incarcerated, on the inside, it doesn't matter what the Constitution says, what the amendments say, you do not have those rights anymore when you are state property. So, essentially, what they're saying, you are state property, and I assume you didn't just make that up on the spot, but that must be what they told you when you were there. That's what it is. You belong to the state. You belong to the state. So they can treat you this way. Yeah. That's why That's why they have inmates working in camps for years at a time for $7 a month that other people could be having those jobs. All right. So it, it just seems like instead of protecting society or, you know, rehabilitating somebody, we're just treating them like animals. We're just caging people up. That's what it is, and it's not even that. There's no treatment factor behind it. All they do is put you through crime school and make money off of it and profit off of misery and crime of everybody else. When you say put you through crime school, you mean because you're in the company of criminals, uh, you learn new tricks. Correct. It's like when they put you on probation, the A number, probation or parole, the number one thing is you cannot associate with other felons. So what happens? You get a traffic ticket. It could be anything. They send you back to prison. And lo and behold, you are now 24 hours a day with not only other criminals, but violent criminals. Something is wrong with our... I'm telling you, I've, I've, and I've been arguing this for the last year or two. Something is really radically wrong with our justice system. Andy, thank okay. you for the call. Uh, hopefully you get to stay out of trouble. Thank you. I'm right next door. Love listening to you at work. Have a great day. You too. Take care. Ashley, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? Oh, uh, I'm pretty pissed. This, I, I just, it's like you said, the last thing you said, that it's dehumanizing, you're treating them like animals. They are still people, and that for an unrequired training exercise is disgusting, and I feel like property of the state or not, it just, like, how could you do that? How could you be okay with humiliating anyone like that, treating them like animals. I just, oh, so angry. Uh, and so I, angry. <laughs> I can understand why they might need to do a cavity search if there's something going on and they think there's some contraband or weapon or whatever. But even then, I think they could do this, you know, because they're only looking for the bad person. They're not looking at, they're not all, uh, you know, concealing weapons or, 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 or drugs or whatever. You just got to find a better way to treat them, and I don't know what it is. There is a far better way to do this than to treat people like they are animals, like they are less than animals. Like, I just, it just makes me sick that anybody could be okay with doing this. Yeah. I just, I. And then to have the men I'm looking, I, I just think that that's the. That is 
awful. They should, I'm sorry, anybody who willingly participated in this, who made those awful remarks and treated those women like crap, they should be fired. That's awful. It's just awful. Like, I, I don't, people make mistakes. They screw up. They go to jail. Okay. But that doesn't mean you should treat them like they're not still people because they are. All right. Ashley, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Rich, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? Hey, I'm fine, Gary. How about yourself? I'm doing well, thank you. Okay, first thing I got to preface is I'm not a. I've never been, and I am not now a prison guard. Okay. However, the first thing is they're prisoners, and the reason they're prisoners is because they've done a, a, a bad thing. Whatever it is. They're there for a reason. Well, I, I disagree and that I, they've done a bad thing. They may have done something as innocuous as uh, drive the car that their boyfriend was selling marijuana out of. Well, all right. Second thing is, would you be this upset if it was men? Yes. Well, I, I, I'm sorry. I disagree. I, I, they, they bad, uh, body cavity surgeons are there for a reason. And the reason is, have you ever seen a slide box cutter? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay, put a piece of masking tape over the end of that thing, and you can put it anywhere. And, it, it'd be, and you know, what would happen if, if they didn't do it, and if they missed that, and it... Well, listen, that, I, I'm not, top, I'm not saying... Got hurt. Rich, I'm, I'm not saying you can't do a body cavity search, a, a cavity search. I'm saying they did this one wrong, and they did it for no reason. Well, it was an unrequired exercise. These women are menstruating, somebody, and somebody and, must have thought it was necessary. Well, no, it was. They they said it was an uh, it was unnecessary. There was no threat. There was no anything. I'm sorry. I, I, I they're prisoners. I don't have any sympathy for them. Sorry. All right. Hey, Rich. Thank hey. you for the call. You too, buddy. All right, buddy. All right. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Well, what do you think? Rich says no sympathy. They're they're prisoners. You're listening to the Gary Nolan Show. On the Zimmer Radio Network. 25 minutes after the hour. A story I just, I was, I'm just upset about it. I just don't understand why we're treating prisoners like they're animals. They are really people, and I think we have to bear that in mind. Uh, this goes back to 2011 when 200 women uh, were serving sentences at the Lincoln Correction Center in Lincoln, Illinois. They were awakened in the morning to a tactical team in riot gear, rounded them all up, handcuffed them, Headed them into the gymnasium. Eventually, they are uh, taken in groups of four to ten to the adjoining beauty shop and bathroom where they were told to take everything off. And when I say everything, I mean even menstrual products. So some of the women began to bleed on the floor. Uh, one by one, they're forced to turn around, bend over, and uh, two cavity inspections were done. Uh, the doors were open and the mirrors in the beauty shop allowed the male uh, guards to see what was going on. In the meantime, they're being referred to as dirty bitches. And uh, I'm cleaning up the first word here, trucking disgusting. Uh, they're, uh, they said they smelled like death, taunted them with reminders that they deserved to be in there. Um, and I just thought, well, wait a minute, they're... Something is wrong with our justice system if we're treating people like they're animals. That's, we're not, it's not a zoo. We're supposed to be rehabilitating them. At least I always thought that's what should happen. Um, and 
I understand the value of doing a cavity search. I understand it must be necessary uh, under certain circumstances. But to herd them all in there and do that, and then the killer of this is it was um, a training exercise, and they didn't have to do this. It's like, you mean you put them through all this and you didn't have to? There's got to be a better way. We've got we've to find a more humane way than the way we're treating inmates now. That's my opinion. Your opinion, I'd be curious to hear it. And I'd welcome it. 874-9390. Toll free 800-529-5572. I bring this up now because they went to federal court and it has just been decided that none of their rights were violated. Not even cruel and unusual punishment. They were being used as tools. They were just instruments so that they could be practiced on by the new cadets. David, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Hi, Gary. Hi, Gary. Uh, when you first told me this story, it kind of reminded me of when I went to boot camp back in 1970 when they lined up all us 18-year-olds in our skivvies and marched us in and had us drop our drawers and bend over and they had nurses and everything else in there, and uh, it was kind of a dehum dehum dehumanizing experience. Yeah, and that's from my perspective. I couldn't imagine what these women went through. Yeah. So, does it bother you? Do you think there should be some a better way to train, a better way to uh, even to hold the inspections than to herd them like cattle? Yeah, I think they should have been done in a room privately, and and uh, their their dignity at least should be respected. Every human has some form of dignity. Oh, what about this? They violated the law. They're prisoners. They've given up a lot of their rights, uh, and and this is just one of them. <laughs> yeah, well. It was uh, the same thing back when I went to boot camp. I mean, the United States had you, and they did what they wanted with you. See, I would argue that was just as wrong, especially if you were drafted and didn't volunteer. <laughs> well, there was a bunch of us. All right. David, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Yeah. Drafted. Forced? That That just strikes me. That was... That was wrong. That was entirely wrong. However, now that we're talking about uh, Vietnam veterans, uh, I want to point out, because this is a good time to tell you, that we're going to do an, uh, a fundraiser for the honor flight for Vietnam and World War II and Korean veterans. Uh, we're doing this with Veterans United Home Loans. It'll go from 6 a.m. till 6 p.m. It's the Central Missouri Honor Flight uh, uh, fundraiser. This is going to be August 23rd. You call the service master of Columbia Phone Bank, and you can make your donations. You can donate right now. You go to our website, and uh, you'll see a link to the Honor Flight. And uh, there's a link there. You can make a donation right now. It'll be matched by Steve's Pest Control. It takes a lot to, to turn all these stations around and do this. So many thanks to the folks at Jefferson City Oil and and uh, Bank of Missouri and Nancy Allison at Shelter Insurance. All right, what did President Trump admit yesterday? Tell you next. This is the Gary Nolan Show.
35 minutes after the hour. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. Some uh, posts from Facebook. Uh, Jonathan says, uh, ask yourself this one question, Gary, and answer to yourself honestly. If it was the men's prison uh, and this was done, would you have uh, that much of a problem with it? Yeah. Yes, I, I would. I do. I think it's wrong. Um, I, it, it, please understand, I understand the need at times under the circumstances for a cavity search. I understand that. But what they did, herding these women in and do it, this was, this was not, I don't know. Uh, William says, uh, natural rights can't be given or taken by the government. They still have the right to self-defense, speech, religion. These guards are tyrant. Only people with victims should ever go to prison. No victim, no crime. Here, here. I agree. Absolutely. Uh, they could have x-rayed them instead, uh, says Michael. Uh, 874-9390-800-529-5572. Uh, they were herded into the gymnasium, uh, then into a, uh, uh, a, a... Apparently they've... I'm kind of surprised at this, but they've got a... Uh, beauty parlor with mirrors and then a restroom uh they were grouped of uh you know four to six women or something four to ten women they were told to take everything off including any menstrual products some were bleeding on the floor and uh while they were berated by the guards they did a cavity search and all this was just an exercise it was unnecessary there was nothing they weren't really hunting for contraband um and i thought well this is just not the way to treat prisoners uh, let me, uh, start off with John on this topic and then we'll move up. John, welcome. Hey, Glad to have you in the Gary Nolan show. Yeah. First off, it's in Illinois. I wouldn't put it past anything in Illinois <laughs> in or out of the prison, but you know, that unnecessary, the guy who told them all to do that, you follow the money, you go back to the head man. He's got to be a sadistic son of a gun. And uh, you, you don't follow orders from a sadistic son of a gun. That's just all there is to it. And then on top of that, what happens if you're on the highway? That one guy was talking about, he was never been in prison and all that. Never. Hey, you know, they search you on the highway. What happens if it's an unnecessary search on the highway and you drive by and somebody's giving somebody a cavity search because it's unnecessary, but the guy wants to do it? Well, I, mean, I, think, I, I think the difference is... Once you've been adjudicated guilty of a crime, you are essentially, as the one uh, gentleman uh, pointed out, uh, essentially uh, 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 owned by the prison. But when right. you've been stopped by the police, the state right. doesn't own you. But, but Right, they don't own you yet. But if you're doing 100 miles an hour in a 30-mile zone and they're frisking you down for a knife or a rifle, uh, pistol... What's to keep them from dropping your drawers and giving you a cavity search? Yeah, I think I mean, they, they may do that when they get you to jail. Yeah, uh, it's it's all when it goes back to unnecessary uh, uh, testing uh, of the prison guards. I think it's very ridiculous. Uh, they, they ought to go back to the head man that said, "Yes, this is unnecessary, but we're going to do it because it's fun." The guy's got to be a nut. All right, John. Thank I, you. I, I, Appreciate I, it. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Donald, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, hi, Gary. Uh, McNamara's Follies. That's the book that has the uh, statistics of uh, the years where they inducted 100,000 uh, servicemen each year that were under the IQ limit of the ordinary military during the Vietnam years, 66, 7, and 8. 
And uh, I just wanted to point that out to you because you had some disparaging remarks to make about me after the last time I called this in when you cut me off. Many people called me on that and asked why they, you cut me off, and I didn't know what was going on. Usually, uh, maybe you didn't have a good day that day. And I, no, I, I had that. a good day that day, and I believe that you'd said something that was off-color, if I'm not mistaken. Brian, do you remember the exact... <laughs> It was, it was nothing about, was off uh, color. Buttigieg. Yes, yes, it was about Buttigieg. You would, oh, oh, you mean when you cut no, my yeah, number that's, off? Yes, yeah, so my we're, number. Not gonna, well, we're not going to have you no, repeat no, no. it. I talked, I, talked about, I talked about Vietnam veterans, and you cut me off. You know, said, you were cut off you, over listen, the Buttigieg. you cut me off now because you don't want me to tell. I'm going to cut you, you off now because I know what well, happened. Hey, and Donald, you don't. Donald. That was months ago, Gary. Donald? That was months ago, and well, I did well, not Donald, say anything. Donald, stop to... for a minute. Brian is asking you a question. You can't say anything Brian, you... about politicians. I'm sorry. I would love to have let you I, ask. I, him. I couldn't. I couldn't get it. No, in edge. Why? He wouldn't we listen. Tried. That's why he gets cut off. What were you going to ask him? I was going to tell him that that day that he called, we were talking about Pete Buttigieg, and he referred to him as something else that yeah. was uh, crossed the line, and we had to dump the uh the audio and it's like okay you're gonna go to uh to jail, jail for a few days and uh um, we'll do a cavity way, search yeah that's just the way it goes yeah but you know i guarantee you anybody who was listening just now understands <laughs> the frustration uh of dealing with him when he gets in that mood all right 874-9390-800-529-5572 if you want to comment feel free glad to hear from you uh, in the meantime, President Trump came out yesterday and said, you know, those real big tariffs on China that I said we would impose, well, we're going to put that off till December 15th. And he as much as admitted for the first time that it is the American consumer paying those tariffs. This is the problem with a trade war. Uh, Reason Magazine, the White House on Tuesday, said that some planned tariffs on consumer electronics and household goods would be postponed until December 15th. A political maneuver intended to blunt the potential impact of those tariffs on the upcoming holiday shopping season. What the White House didn't say in the official announcement, but what the action obviously indicates, is that Americans are clearly paying the costs associated with President Trump's trade war. In fact, Trump even said as much when he was speaking to the reporters on Tuesday. Quote, we're doing this for the Christmas season. Um, just in case some of the tariffs would have an impact on U.S. customers. In other words, what I've been saying all along is he's his own worst enemy with the economy. He's He's right on the money on the on the deregulating and the and the tax cuts, but he's taking that all back by making you pay more for everything that has anything to do with China. Again, uh, I would suggest personally that you, you know, send the White House a message, ask him to please. Resolve as quickly as possible the trade war. And I've been saying since day one how bad trade wars are. I've been saying since day one how uh, a trade imbalance is not a bad thing. 
And I think slowly but surely it's beginning to dawn on people. There was a period during the Trump administration when I could feel it. The economy was robust. There was little or no fear in the air. And now I'm starting to feel like it's the Obama administration instead of the Trump administration. Starting to have that economic feel. He needs that to stand. He needs that economy at two plus percent. Otherwise, oh, the thought of it. We could have President Bernie Sanders. And if it affects the, the, uh, the turnout for the other races, state legislatures, Senate, all could turn blue. It's interesting the Democrats use the color, the blue is, is the color for the Democrats. What happens when you cut off oxygen? When you take away the freedom to breathe, you turn blue. President Trump understands this. He as much as admitted it. He needs to just get this over with. Eke out anything that he can and call it a victory. And stop the trade wars. 874-9390-800-529-5572. I don't know how college kids get so gullible and yet think they're so smart. We have another example from Campus Reform coming up next. Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. It is uh, 49, uh, 50 minutes now after the hour. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. Um... How long is that, uh, uh, the audio on the um, campus reform? Is that? That is two minutes. All right, we can get to that. Let me get some phone calls in here. Uh, it's a little bit out of, uh, it's out of, well, let me just do this. John is on the line. John, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Hey, thanks, Gary. Um, hey, I had a question on taxes for you. Really, just I kind of want to get your opinion on the difference between how corporations are taxed and how individuals are taxed. And if we changed uh, how individuals were taxed, if it would be beneficial for the country in general. Um, the difference is, to put it simply, uh, businesses make as much money as they can, spend as much money as they have to, and then get taxed on what's left, which is called profit. Whereas individuals make as much money as they can, get taxed on all of it, and then get to keep whatever's left. <laughs> And it's it's advantageous to the to the business to say, hey, we have certain expenses we need to stay afloat, so we shouldn't be taxed on that. I wonder if it would be uh, beneficial to the individual or to the country as a whole to change change up how uh, we're taxed. Yes, absolutely. You know, the 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 best system from everything that I've seen is the fair tax which is just a consumption tax on the end user on new products. And the cost of compliance with the current income tax is somewhere in the neighborhood of 20%. If you were to put a 20% tax on retail products, new retail products sold in the country to the end user, you'd be able to pretty much break even as far as tax revenue is concerned. At the same time, uh, you would simplify the tax system and you'd also be able to protect your financial privacy from the government. 
Yeah, and I know you're a big proponent of the fair tax, and I think it's a good system. I don't know, you know, the, if it's realistic to get it passed um, just because it's so different than the tax system we have that people, I don't know, people don't like change. Yeah. It's, it's, I was wondering if we could get a system where we say, hey, look, from now on as individual citizens, you're going to have... You know, if you can show expenses that are legitimate expenses, just like a business, um, that, that you're, those won't be taxed. You're going to be able to spend some of your money on necessary items. So you mean if I take uh, my utility bill because I have to have heat in the house and it becomes a tax deduction? Yeah, pretty much just like a business. Whatever you spend money on that you have to spend money on to keep the business going isn't there shouldn't be a taxable piece of income because it wasn't really income uh profit it just strikes me as being inordinately complicated um it's not a bad idea in 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 concept uh but carrying it out might be somewhat challenging um just you know one of the things that you said earlier about big change and people might resist is the, that's the brilliance of how they got us the income tax. Because mm. they made it a small change. Only those people yeah. who are like, the top 1% will pay just this tiny fraction of a percent. So it was a little change. And then from there, the door was swung open. Uh, so, you you know, it, it may be difficult to accomplish, maybe an uphill battle. We may never, you know, never make it. But, you know, settling for a little evil is still evil, uh, and, and the income tax is mm. evil. Mm. All right, John, thank you. Thank you. All right, glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. I don't dislike the idea, it's just that it becomes awfully complex, and I'm not sure how that would work out. I could just hear the Democrats now, well, those rich people have big houses, and so they're writing off more utilities. That's the way they think, you know. All right, uh, 874-9390, toll-free, 800-529-5572. I watched this video, and I thought, and it is atypical. It is, it is not, it's not, um, it, it, the, the capacity of people who are in their teen and early 20s uh, the, to think rationally instead of emotionally seems to have disappeared. They don't seem to be able to think logically. They can only think emotionally. And that's why they're so so gullible, so vulnerable to stupid like this. I'm Ethan Kai with Campus Reform, and today we're at George Washington University. That is a white man. Will students sign a fake petition to change it in the name of diversity and inclusion? When he says that is a white man, he's pointing to one of those walk, don't walk signs. And it lights up. And you see a white guy or gal uh, in the silhouette, uh, and and those signs are what he's referring to. Let's find out. Would you be willing to sign a petition for me? The crosswalk signs, we're trying to petition to have them changed. Some students on campus have been offended by them because it's just a picture of a white man. We're proposing that we could change them to be more representative of an inclusive environment. That's so cute! Oh my god, yeah! Wait, that's awesome! Is this something you've thought about before? No, like I never thought about it, but like I can see, like I guess, like why some students have a problem yes. with it. Okay, yeah, that's cool. I'll totally sign that. We propose like oh, these other so things lit. so it could be more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we just didn't want to offend anyone, you know. Yeah, no, that's cool. So is this something you guys can get on board with? Absolutely, yeah. Right. You guys sign for me. Yeah. 
I assume it's like one of many one of many ways in which the default is imagined to be a white man. Uh, this isn't probably the, the most important one that, to me, but I totally get that it would be important to other people. We're trying to be, you know, yeah, we're trying to be pioneers. Well, that's a good idea. Yeah. Thank you so much. Okay, you're welcome. I haven't really thought of it as a white guy. I've just thought of it as the lightest white. I mean, now that I've thought about it, I haven't ever thought about it, but it's just one of those things that... It's definitely a lack of representation. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Is this something you've thought about before? Uh, yeah. I think it's a good idea. The only problem is, if you're doing such a variety, there might be just a lot of money involved. How do you think, like, students who, like, are offended by this would feel? Probably more validated. Yeah. Like, of course I'll stop, and this is super cool. It's kind of simple, you know? Just a guy walking across the street, but if it can help other people out, then why not, you know? Thank you so much. Have a good day. Uh, oh, Christ. Uh, honestly, I'm ideologically opposed. Okay. No worries. Have a good day. <laughs> ideologically opposed. I'm with him. <laughs> but how do you, I mean, literally, how would you hear that and go, oh, that sounds like a neat idea, or wow, that that solves a problem. The reason I think 14-year-olds shouldn't vote is the same reason I think that 18-year-olds and 19 and 20-year-olds should be telling college campuses how to run their schools. Their brain's not finished developing. They haven't had any life experience. They've been mollycoddled since infancy. They've been brainwashed since the first day of school. And they come out at the other side with a, a bucket of mush between their ears. There are the occasional exceptions to the rule. But my, my word, they are really, really stupid and gullible. Emotional, not logical. Dave, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? I got 30 seconds, Dave. Got to go fast. All right. I'm really upset about that light thing. I mean, good God, it's a light. It's a freaking light, for goodness sake. People grow up and get a life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you, Dave. Thank you. All right. Uh, we'll get you up to date with what's going on around town and around the world. And we'll come back and explain to you about the problem of orthorexia. Yeah. You may know somebody suffering from orthorexia. I'll explain it next on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show 